Welcome to Grab a Paddle Podcast. We believe we are all in the same boat. A conversation hosted by pastors from Hope City Church, where we talk about life and leadership. Because we can't move forward unless we're willing to put in the work. So grab a paddle and lean in. Wow, wow, what? Charlie, don't try to lean in and steal the wild, wild, wild. No, you can't. You've been outlawed. Sorry. Because it's the wild, wild. Hey, just in case people are wondering, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Connor LeBlanc. I'm Charlie (laughs) the Landis. And, and I'm Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce. Yes. <laughs> Let's hear that voice. Cody Walker as Bruce Springsteen today. I like it. So I'm a little hoarse. I was yelling at a football game. Lost my voice. That was a good game. It was a good game. A lot of fun. Cool to see our community show it, up. Great to see our You know, it's crazy. So uh, I shared this, but we literally have three local teams out of the COC conference from local high schools all playing for state championships and that just shows you that high school football in Southwest Missouri is a force to be reckoned with. It is. I'm the real deal. I'm looking forward to the, the women's high school basketball season. Right. It's coming up. You really get into that? Yeah. No, not really. Sorry. <laughs> okay, you just offended a lot of people. You are so rude. You know, you, you were being really sarcastic, too. He was not being honest, podcast world. Yeah. He is not looking forward to the women's basketball. Most world. high school basketball girls could beat me in basketball. Yeah. I'll come out I want that. you to play one-on-one against Ella Hafer. Oh. And see if she can beat you. We've got we've got a few really good basketball players actually at at, at the church. We do. So, Bergie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you Nikki could, Webster. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, she they'd be, all kill. She me. beat my son. It was he, he, he was very humiliated. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Connor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Connor shoots. <laughs> oh. Not like a girl, because that's not bad. Yeah. No, I wish you, I shot like a girl. <laughs> you really backed out. Backtrack. I'm backtrack. done. I'm done. backwards. So, this is what happens when we don't have a female on the podcast. Yeah. So, Charlie just offends all of the women listeners. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you're, whenever you're listening to this podcast crew, we are at the point in the year right now where we're, we're entering the holiday season. So holidays. The, today's podcast will um, certainly uh, expand, uh, expound beyond the holidays, expand mm-hmm. beyond the holidays. But uh, we're going to talk about family stuff, which will be fun. Um, I want to hear some just stupid family stories from you guys. Let's just a little bit about your family growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my mom and dad, Alice and Benson Argyle. Yes, that's their Facebook name. That's that's their. Sorry. That's their. You just outed them. Oh, I'm sorry. You did Tim and Lisa? Tim and Lisa, yeah. aka they have a totally different name on social media, <laughs> which, which is awesome. They great. now is reaching millions of people in this podcast. I'm sorry, you're gonna have a lot of friend requests, mom and dad. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, but yeah, grew up with two brothers. I was the oldest. And uh, we really didn't have much extended family. Yeah. So I know some people talk about these huge family cousins, gatherings, and, yeah. cousins. I never had that. Hmm. So that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's really sad. Wah, your wah, your wah, life wah. is really. So sorry you had such a rough childhood, Charlie. <laughs> um, no, my my family, my immediate family is not super big. Just me and my brother, and then we have all mm, kinds sad. of cousins, aunts mm. and uncles who live within like five minutes of us, and so. Uh, grew up literally at Thanksgiving, Christmas, like everybody comes to my, my mom's house and they would do a big shindig and there's always a lot of family drama slash like politics. Do you have a crazy uncle? Yes. I have a crazy uncle. On my uncle. stepdad's you, you, side yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like does. showed up and tried to fist fight my stepdad mm-hmm. at Christmas one year and it was 
the only time I've ever seen my stepdad like get in any kind of altercation, yeah. and it was about to fist fight his brother. You're after grabbing Christmas. some popcorn. You're in. For oh a yeah, long it was home. awesome. I was yeah. little, and I was like, "This is gonna be this awesome. is the best thing ever." Always gonna beat somebody up. <laughs> so we used to place bets on who would get in arguments. So yeah. I, I gave her a big family, like big, like like sixty some cousins, like just a Dang. lot of like. So yeah. when we all got together at my grandma's house. Uh, man, it was just a free for all. I mean, it was it was awesome. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, we we there was one uncle and the rest were all aunts, and mm-hmm. of course, so you know he he had to he had to be extra. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so are you guys the crazy uncle? Are you willing to admit it if you are? I don't think I am. I'm not. No, I'm too tame. You are. I don't have any. Connor, you're 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 not our, you're our crazy uncle. You're a funkle. Whoa, a fun uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where you are going. Maybe don't, yeah, okay, be we'll careful be mixing words. Um, but I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I did not know where you were really going. Really got to enunciate that uh, one. Did I? Um, yeah, a fun uncle. Yeah, that was good, Charlie. <laughs> the more you say it, the more awkward I feel. Um, but it's okay. He said you're a funkle. <laughs> you're, you're a funkle. I feel like we're in a funk oh. because of that. Yeah. No. Uh, you are the crazy. No, I'm, I don't have... I'm not an uncle Connor, to any kids. They, they can't see your face right now, but you're smiling because no. you realize Somebody you're... told me yesterday... Oh, it was Logan. He said, you know how I know when you're lying? You smile with your eyes. Yeah. And I was like, what does that even mean? He's like, you just know... When you know you like you did something and you're not going to admit it and you're you're trying to lie about it, you smile with your eyes. And so now like, you're going to try to do the opposite. Yeah. You're looking at me like you're possessed. <laughs> Sorry, I think I may have pooped my pants. <laughs> Sorry, no, I didn't. Uh, but so, yeah, so family is family is just fun stuff. I mean, one of the things that I always chuckle at, like every family, like has those moments where you're like, oh man. But but it's literally every family. Like we all think our families are the only ones that have moments, mm-hmm. but every family has moments. I can remember hilarious stuff growing up and just things that are unique to your family mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, we, there's even traditions that we do that sometimes I'm like, man, I never thought, I guess that's kind of unique, but every family's traditions, do you have any weird traditions? I was just going to ask you guys, like what's one weird <clears throat> family tradition around the holidays? Me and my brothers growing up would hide baby Jesus from my mom's nativity set and she'd get so mad. Yeah, that, that's horrible. Is that horrible? That's mean. So we, that's I not, like it, though. I don't know if it's a tradition. No, it is. For, about, for the boys, it was. It's, it's like, I like That's it. a habit. And one of the years, it was in her present, Christmas present, when she opened it up on oh, Christmas morning. It's so. very spiritual. So, yeah. Mm. But you, have, you were telling me a story about somebody who has a weird tradition. Yeah, so we have some friends that we went to college with, and we were talking to them one time, and they're like, Christmas was right around the corner, and they're like, hey, you guys uh, getting ready to sleep under the tree? <laughs> and we're like, What? And they're like, yeah, everybody sleeps under the tree on Christmas Eve. And we're like, they don't. no, they don't. And he's like, she was like, yeah, me and my brother every year sleep under the tree. I'm like, yeah, like when you were kids, like that was probably cute. And they're like, no, like still to this day we sleep under the tree. And I was like, that's weird. Like, <laughs> sorry if you do that, but yeah. if you're 25 and you're sleeping under the Christmas tree, it's a little odd. Yeah. So that was the weirdest one I think I've heard. Like, just weird like we don't have a lot of the, like those like my family doesn't really didn't really do traditional stuff and did so. you did you do santa growing up uh not really like until this day my mom still puts santa wait a minute on. what do you mean <laughs> like, santa's not real uh, of course he is okay thank you yeah, of course especially for those who are listening to this in their car right and uh yeah we, we did yeah i mean we were we all did about too. santa growing Love up so. santa. yeah we didn't know who he was until we got older yeah and so. we found out he was actually saint nick yeah the real, 
You had some. Thing. Nick, do you have some weird family traditions? Coming? Oh man, yeah. I mean, we we one family tradition we've always had is around Thanksgiving. Everyone would go around and say what they're thankful for, and we would always do it. And still to this day, we always do it as soon as dinner's ready. And so by the time oh, everybody wow. goes around, everybody's so hungry and dinner is so <laughs> cold. We're like, why did we like start this an hour earlier? Or do it while you eat. Yeah, but you, but but everybody, uh, you know, shares their heart. So it's like you don't want to cut anybody right. off. But let's be honest, the stuffing's getting cold. Yeah, especially if you have the crazy uncle over there going. That's off. right. Well, I, so like we, our family lives far away, so like we never spend Thanksgiving with our family just because it's like it's short enough away, like short enough time off where it's just hard to get yeah. home and it's expensive, and so. We always do Friendsgiving, and so we have, like, weird Friendsgiving traditions. Like, we always go Black Friday shopping. Hmm. Like, every year for the last seven years we've done Friendsgiving, we've we've done Black Friday shopping. Like, as soon as we get done eating, we watch a movie, and then we go Black Friday shopping. Did you which, get invited to that? I didn't get invited. I didn't either. Yeah, it's good. Uh, y'all have family in town? That's so, good to know that we weren't hey, invited to Friendsgiving. Okay. Just so you know, we don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving, so <laughs> didn't get invited to any family stuff, so... So anyway, it's weird that you guys have families do you, do here. Like, and I wasn't included. Do you like in that. shopping for on Black Friday? Uh, we don't buy anything. We just, just go people go. watch. Like oh. I'm just hoping somebody gets in a fight. It's like just probably terrible for yeah. me. But uh, yeah, we just, which is crazy. We got a front row parking spot every place we went. I don't know how that's possible, but man, I was seeing people post pictures. There's some people who absolutely love it because they, it's just like that adrenaline, mm-hmm. you know. Michael came in yesterday and said, "You know, I'm not real big on Black Friday shopping, but I went to Best Buy and I bought three TVs." <laughs> I was like, how are you not big on Black Friday shopping? You bought three I think, TVs. I think that's the definition like of being you literally big. got you got goosed, man. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so, that's funny. Uh, do, do you guys Black Friday shop? I've never done it. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm kind of intimidated too. No, yeah, you guys need to try no. it. It's fun to just go. Well, out I and I hate walk I hate uh, shopping Sunday through Thursday. So you yeah. add a special mm-hmm. Friday in there, and that's like extra Ugh. hate. Yeah, it's just like I, we eat so much food. Like it's good to like go walk around and yeah. like. But Black Friday out. starts on Thursday afternoon now. There's no. Oh, yeah. yeah, it used to be there was like one time it started. Now yeah. it's just like mm-hmm. yeah. No, we go at like six o'clock on Thursday. Yeah. So it's not really even Friday yet. Mm-hmm. So one one tradition we did uh, we, we we do with our family now. I said we, this is something we started once. I had my own kids. I mean Rachel started this. Is uh, we bought a record player and we go to flea markets. We buy old Christmas albums. Oh, that's cool. And so like uh, when we decorate the tree and when we're like just especially on Christmas morning, we just put old Christmas albums on and it's like that's you cool. know Bing Crosby and mm-hmm. just old like yeah. like old albums and it's just really cool. Not only you know the record player has a cool sound anyway, mm-hmm. but those old records playing yeah. it just almost makes you feel nostalgic. Yeah. So you have Nat King Cole's album? I don't know. It's so it's my favorite. My wife's really kind of the. Expertise she's, on the she's she's listens to Christmas music in July. Oh right? gosh! Yeah. All right, let's take a poll: Christmas music before Thanksgiving or after? No, I, I say no. I say it has to be after. It has to be after Thanksgiving. But I'm okay with playing it on Thanksgiving even. Like yeah. I'm saying, like Thanksgiving kicks uh, off the Christmas see, season. Not. Yeah, I want it to be Friday. Like I want it to be the day after Thanksgiving. As much Christmas music as you want, I'm yeah. okay with. Yeah. But if it's on th- if it's Thanksgiving Day, I'm like, man, can we not? Like we're gonna have a whole month of this. Yeah. Let's wait. Ashley's totally like, no, November, we can start. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel would play it in July and be happy. Yeah. I so can't. I feel like you have to you have to bottle it up and then and then let mm-hmm. it out. Yes, yep. that's why it's so good during exactly. December. If you do it all Thank year, you. it's not as it's not There's good. some people listening to this podcast right now that are dying because we're we're telling them Yeah, we are. Yeah, that, that you're wrong. They're wrong, and they can't say anything well, they are back. Wrong. They can't say anything yeah. back right now. Because we're right, they can't say anything <laughs> back. Is that why? 
That's There's very, no argument. It just feels like so much power. We have a lot of power. <laughs> so. so one of the things we wanted to do was just talk. So this could this could go across the board any time yeah. of year, but obviously during the holidays, you're around a lot of family. Perfect time to talk about family. Perfect time to talk about family. So um, even, even kind of around intentionality. Uh, with family. Yeah, because we talk about this, right? Like you guys, your kids get out of school and they're out for what, three weeks, almost a month. Oh yeah. And I feel like I talk to parents who the first week, they're like, man, it's so good. We have family time. And then by week three, they're like, dear God, get rid of my kids. Like, please go back to school. Right. So how do you be intentional with your family over Christmas break and not even just Christmas break or, you know, Thanksgiving, but just like in general, like what does intentional time with your family look like? Yeah. Well, and a lot of families, you know, have to split time too. And so you really have to make sure. Man, that's a great point. You yeah. Especially if you're going to, yeah, if you're, whether it's grandparents or even parents, you've got mm-hmm. kids splitting time as well. So um, parents spend splitting time with kids. So yeah. that's a good point. Um, well, let me ask you guys. So <clears throat> when it comes to intentionality, uh, do, do you guys ever have just like, uh, hey, we're going to unplug like electronically? Have you guys ever done that? We've said it. I don't know if I would love to make it like not mandatory, but just like yeah. on the hey, for the next five hours, let's just put our phones up. Yeah. That for me personally, that's where I struggle with is putting my, my phone up. Yeah. But you always just like turn the router off. Yeah. Just hide the power cord. There we the go. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, yes and no. Because like we don't have kids, so it's just me and Ash. And so for us right now, like we, we don't have a TV in any kind of living space outside of our bedroom. And <clears throat> We don't want to like lay in bed all day and watch TV. Like it just that sounds miserable. And so, for us, we yeah we'll like if we're going out, we'll like put our phones in the car and try to leave them. But outside of that, like that's probably the most intentional we've been of like, hey, we're gonna be running errands and shopping and doing all this stuff. Like we don't need to be on our. But phones. your life is getting ready to change. It is getting ready to change. Speaking of family, let's 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 share that. Yeah, so we're done with the foster care process as of a few weeks ago, um, and with the training, and in a few weeks we'll be licensed uh, in the next week or two, uh, and then we will uh, we'll be having a fifteen year old boy come to live with us. And so, super excited. Um, yeah, we're really excited. And uh, they asked if we would take him about two weeks before we finished our training. And, and so now we're just working out all the details of when all that will take place and what that will look like and the logistics of all that uh, and timing-wise. So, so you are not even easing into it. You're getting ready to have a teenager in your home. Yes. So we will go from being no parents to having a 15-year-old son living with us and trying to help him navigate fi- being 15-year-old boy. Yes. <laughs> so as many of you parents know is a really crazy age and so and i think maybe that's a big piece of it intentionality looks different for every family because every family looks different yeah and so you know like chuck you've got a couple boys well what you guys might do with those boys would look a lot different my girls would crawl up and you know Mm -hmm. rock back and forth if they had to do what you probably do with your boys and so even for us sometimes intentionality looks hard because not only do we have two girls and a boy but they're they're from age nine to 16 almost 17 so what's fun for a nine-year-old isn't fun for a 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And what's fun for a girl isn't fun for a boy. Right. And so, so do you guys typically do, hey, we're going to do a whole family thing together, or do you try to be more intentional about spacing it out like individually? We, we have found certain things that everybody enjoys doing. And uh, I'll be honest, one of them is games, like board games and cards. Like we can, we can usually rally around that. Now, sometimes the older kids get frustrated because we can't play the, the games they mm-hmm. like to play because, you know, we want to make sure Ken is involved. But... 
board games and stuff are something we can do as a family as a whole. And it's one of those deals where, you know, if you're playing a board game or something, typically you'll put your phone away and kind of focus mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And, uh, and it's good. a way to, to be intentional in that. Yeah. So outside of board games, you know, for the families out there who do have multiple ages, what are, like, how do you balance that? You yeah. know, what does that look like outside of, like, <clears throat> yeah, board games? You know, how do you navigate a 16-year-old and a 9-year-old, you know, and go and and two girls and one boy in the middle, you know, like, yeah. like you said, that's a really tough dynamic. And the more time you have on your hands, the tougher it gets. Cause it's like, okay, we played board games yep. last night. Now what, you know? Well, and I think part of it is, uh, Rachel and I's personality are different. So my personality is more extroverted, uh, more social, uh, more fun. Her personality is more one-on-one, um, quiet, you know? And so, um, depending on what our kids need, um, it may be more uh, intentional for me to take them out on a, on a you know event to a deal. If Jason's like, man, I want to go have fun, you know, we, we may just go out and go to the Y and shoot baskets uh, just to spend some time together. But it's also kind of relaxing and around people. If they're needing more just like one-on-one encouragement, maybe they need they've, they've been discouraged and they just need someone to look at them and go, hey, you're good and and I love you and I'm for you. Um, Rachel's pretty good at that because she's the hey let's go to dinner uh, just me and you and we can sit across the table and I want to she's a good listener and so I'm not a good listener I'm like I'll tell you what you need to do you know and so yeah. so I think some of it depends on what the kids need and some of it depends on uh, how you're wired as yeah. a parent and we'll notice in different seasons like I will be able to connect more maybe with one of our kids than she can and then in another season she may be able to connect yeah. more and instead of me being frustrated or her mm-hmm. being frustrated we try to play off that a little yeah, bit leverage that rather than yep. you know get defensive with that you yep. know be like that's unfair so that's good and some of it's just simple you know in the sense of going jace likes boy stuff so there's things that i can do with him that are yeah that are easier for me to do yeah. and stuff that rachel can do with yeah. the girls that are easier for her to mm-hmm. do so if she says hey we're all gonna get our nails done then you know they're in heaven, and uh, and it's intentional time right. because you can't be on your phone while you're getting your nails done. So, have you ever had a pedicure? Oh, yes. Be be honest. You have? Yeah. I no. hear it's whoa, awesome. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never had one. Just one. The week of our wedding. You've never had one. I've never had one. I hear it's awesome. So let's just be honest. Two of us still have our man card. Yes, we do. And Connor does not. Mm-hmm. Hey, all the dudes listening who have got them are like, keep talking. It's phenomenally no, you relaxing. Guys can, yeah, you guys can have a club together. We sure can. Be great. <laughs> don't, is it dumb and dumber? Didn't hurt when my the, mom said it. Doesn't hurt when you say it. <laughs> is it dumb and dumber where they take the saw to the toenail? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh man. <laughs> is that what happens? Uh, yeah, it's very similar to that. Similar. That's my <laughs> only. Yeah. No. I would you know. would, would would you not like giggle? Oh my gosh. It yeah. was hard not to yeah. like laugh when they were like do it because I did like the hands and feet. I don't like manicure, pedicure, whatever the terminology is. I got both. And as the week of our wedding, I love your face right now because you're trying <laughs> to say it and be manly, but you can't. I can't. You can't. So I, I got my hands and my feet done, and my feet are so ticklish. Like I'm not ticklish anywhere but my feet. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time, the girls like trying to cut my toenails and like do all that. I, one, I was like, I feel bad that you're having to do this. Like, mm-hmm. well, I've never, like, I've never had anybody touch my feet in general. Yeah. So. So I don't know that I would be okay with that. It'd be really weird. Yeah, it was weird, but it was also weirdly relaxing. Did you You're tell like, them about this the, great. the fungus that you had? No, or? no, no, no. You, you keep that a secret. You don't sign a yeah. disclaimer? <laughs> no. You're like, they don't need to know. Well, mama don't know, don't hurt her. <laughs> so, Would you ever do but, it, Charlie? 
Um, yes, he would. If Christine said you're going, you're, no, no, no. <laughs> she's told me that she's asked you're, me no. to go do Your it before. Your face right now says you would. I would do it not because I was told to, but I would because do it on my own account. Nobody can. I am a man. I wear the pants. I am a man, and I will decide when I get my pedicure. Yes, and I will do it when I'm ready. I'm good and ready. It's gonna be nice. Uh, would, would Would you be okay with that, or would it be weird? It would be weird, but I hear it's awesome. I'm. What what Connor's explaining yeah. right now, I've heard that to be true. The two, I wish everybody could see the look on your faces. <laughs> I just love. You I, both I don't think so you would do defeated. it. I don't think you would do it simply out of, out principle. of pride. A principle. No, I agree. Not even principle. Pride. That I, you're. I, you would be like, I fully I agree. Too with proud. You. I fully to agree. To get my, my, my feet touched by another lady. I fully <laughs> agree. All right, March Madness. We'll have a staff tournament. Yes. Bracket thing. And the loser has to get a Which manicure. Is a pedicure. win, I think. You, you think that'd be a win? Yeah. Charlie. It, takes, it costs like 40 bucks. You brought this topic up, and I think you really <laughs> like, secretly want to All right, gang, yeah. if y'all will pay oh, for it. Oh, look who accidentally lost the tournament. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot to start my whole team. <laughs> Guess who's getting their nails done? <laughs> How did we get on this? We were talking about family. Pedicures. Uh, you oh, I see. Taking yeah. the girls yeah. to get their nails so done. Good. We were talking about intentionality. Yes. Yeah. So, Chuck, what does that look like for you and your boys? Uh, for, for my boys, it's uh, a lot of what Cody was saying. They're young, and so we do a lot of activity. Like this morning, we had a snowball fight before school. Where? and There's no snow. We have these, like, snowballs that we have. We bought somewhere. Okay. So we'll, that's awesome. Love yeah. that. So we'll have snowball fights. And it, it's it's crazy. I can tell when I'm not being intentional with my boys because, one, they'll act up more. And act out, yeah. Act out. Two, they will literally come up and say, Daddy, can we wrestle? Or just they'll yeah. ask more. If I'm being more intentional, I've noticed... They're not asking for my attention because I'm giving it to them. Yeah. yeah. And so I just try to be like just to do more activity with them is yeah. something important for so us. So I, I don't have kids in the home yet. Do you guys find it like? Do you find yourself? I feel like this would happen to me. That's why I asked. Like being almost on that on that break time, finding yourself being selfish and being like, oh, I, oh, I feel yeah. like I spent way too much time with you guys. Like I just need time alone. And how do you like juggle so, that? So I used to say this, and I, I think this is still true. Um, a lot of people are like, they want to pour 100% of themselves into their job or their call, their career, their calling. Um, I view, I, like 100%, I view as energy. So like I would say, man, if you work 8 to 5 or if you, you know, whatever that looks like for you. If your kids get home at 4, they go to school at 8, whatever that looks like. Don't give 100% of your energy to other people between 8 mm-hmm. and 4, 8 and 5. You need to give 80% so you still have 20% in the tank. Yeah. And you can't do it every day, but if it's energy, I mean, everybody gives a lot of, you know, they give their whole heart to whatever they're in. But when it comes to energy level, don't give 100% to 8 to 5. Because mm-hmm. if you do, you will have nothing left right. after that. Yep. And, you know, we, we just started something that's been kind of cool for a fa- our family. And it's been more motivated by incentive, but <clears throat> we decided that. In order to get in the habit of all the kids doing a quiet time in the morning before school, that they can't take their phone uh, with them that day unless they've done their Devo. Mm-hmm. And uh, they love their phone. Mm-hmm. And we all love our phones. Yes, well, we you know, even Rachel and I are like, you know what? We need to commit to that too because that's, I mean, if we didn't have, if I didn't have my phone for the day, yeah. you know, how important is that to me and how much more important should. God's word being the intentionality behind that. And yeah. so it was cool um, even yesterday morning because we're all sitting around the table and I just, you know, uh, it's not a long a long time. It's probably uh, 10 minutes or so, but to see them do their Devo and then head out the door, it's it's becoming a habit. And that's been kind of a cool thing. I, I, that's cool. I, I don't know why it took us so long to figure that out, but it works. Yeah, so. yeah. 
I love that. It's simple, but you know, I say, like, yeah, why haven't we thought about that before? Even for me and Ashley, like that'd be a really good like motivator to be like, yeah, I need my phone even for work. So yeah. I got to like put in the work to get it beforehand on the things that matter. Yeah. And so I like that. I love that comment about the energy piece that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so if you like, if you're, you know, for break for two, three weeks, the kids are out of school or whatever, and you're finding yourself being like drained, I feel like it'd be smart. To, how can you energize yourself yeah. if it's spiritually? Make sure you're doing that, but also get out of the house. Like my wife is like, Charlie, you need to get out of the house for a little bit because I'm a better husband. <laughs> better than, yeah, because I'm just stressing out yeah. a little bit more. And so like going to Missouri Southern basketball game. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, it's, it's good for me to fill up. Yep. So some people would see that as selfish, but I think it's I think you need to do stuff like that to be more intentional. Rachel and I, you know, we, we heard this and we just live by it now, but somebody told us one time, self-care is not selfish. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that's a great phrase. And I'm curious, Connor, with you and Ashley, because you guys invest in a lot of other people's kids. So for the people who listen to this podcast that, that don't have kids in the home right now, which that's getting ready to change for you, yeah. but even maybe who aren't married, what's it look like to be intentional family-wise? Uh, yeah, so like just in, in general for me and Ashley. Or or even with family who's in California. You've got yeah. family in California, and, yeah. and you're investing even in other families. Yeah, I'm really terrible at investing in my family in California because they're far enough away to where I don't feel like it's not a priority, which it should be. Like I, I, I admit 100% I'm terrible at it. And when I do it, when I do call home or I do check in, like I've, I've done it more in the last few months because my dad's big surgery. And so I found myself going, man, I need to do this more intentionally. Yeah. Like I need to text Ollie every week, but it'll, we'll go months without talking, you know, and that's fine, but it's not probably intentional. Sure. Uh, but with me and Ashley, I think, it, you know, we are like the nature of my job and especially the way I'm wired being incredibly extroverted. Like I love getting to spend time with students. And so every night I could be at a game or be doing like tomorrow night, we're going to play laser tag with a bunch of the, the high school boys. And like, that'll be a ton of fun, but it's a night away, you know? And so, you know, knowing that, like I, I view it very much so as deposits and withdrawals, you know, so going like, I know I have to be really intentional with Ashley and even going to the football game on Saturday for the state games. Like I knew all day Friday, I was going to take Ashley to Arkansas to shop and we were going to have one-on-one time. And we both had the day off and it was really rich so that I knew that I could go be with students and be with families. And it wasn't like a stress on our, our relationship. Yeah. Um, and so just being intentional, knowing like if I'm out every night of the week and I haven't seen Ashley, it's probably not good for me to come home and be like, Hey, I love you. By the way, tomorrow night, I'm going to go out again. Uh, but I need to invest, you know, take Ashley to coffee. You know, one of the best things I started doing was, you know, I take kids to coffee all the time to invest in them and ask about their life and their day. And, uh, I went, I went home one day and I asked Ashley, I'm like, Hey, what are you doing after work? She's like, I don't know why I'm like, let's go to coffee. Hmm. And to like just do like a 30 minute coffee date after work, it was something like, I was like, why haven't I done this forever? But it was just really good to be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, how's life? And it was like, we both knew we weren't there to like, you know, be on our phones or whatever. It was like, we're there to check in and just talk life and have this little date. And it literally was 30 minutes and we went home and cooked dinner and it was really rich conversation. And so I think for me, it's just balancing and making sure I'm investing as much as I'm taking out because it's easy for me relationally to go give myself, you know, and be like, I want to go do this and this and this. Well, even as you say that, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, we know our family better than, than anybody else. And so it should be easier with them than anybody else to almost like just bless them in ways that we know they need it. Yeah. So, you know, like I know my mom's love language. I know what blesses her. And because I know that it's just easy. It should be easier for me to be intentional you know, I know my kids, I know my wife, I know my siblings. And so I, I know that it should be easier for me to 
to almost just surprise them with a blessing of encouragement, you know, because of that. And so uh, sometimes the easiest people in our lives to bless are the ones that we tend to look past. Yeah. Or, or They're the neglect. safest people, yeah. right? Yeah. When we're tired, we go, well, I don't have to give my attention to Ashley because she knows I love her. Where I got to maybe fight for these other people to know, like, I care, I value them. And so I neglect the person that's most important to give my energy to people who probably don't need it or care all that much. And Ashley's going, well, what about me? And it's like, man, my priorities are out of whack, right? And so, yeah, I love that. I got a question for you guys. What is the most memorable... Memorable? Memorable. Man, that's that's a tough word. Mm -hmm. When your horse... When you sell like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. What's the most memorable gift you received as a kid on Christmas? Ooh, that's good. The one you're like, man, I remember this one. You may go first. Yeah, if anybody has one, throw it out. I got I got a gun. A twenty gauge shotgun when I was twelve. I've never owned When you're twelve, is that a I don't is that a normal it, thing in Missouri? I don't know if it's legal, but my mom asked my uncle about it and he thought it was a great idea. <laughs> And the first time, fun uncle? yeah. And the first time I shot it, I weighed maybe eighty five pounds, <laughs> and it just knocked me to the ground. And she's like, "Well, I didn't know it was that powerful." And I'm like, I, "Of course, I thought I was a full oh, grown man yeah. at, at the age of twelve, having a twelve gauge or twenty gauge shotgun. It was awesome. So that that was one of my most memorable gifts. I'm jealous. Yeah, I've never owned a gun. It's sad in this part of the world. It is sad, but maybe that'll change. I'm trying to think. I got a I got a Redline BMX bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year and that was like everything I want like I was getting super into BMX like BMX <laughs> no, like dirt or like right and, and we know that when you I get into stuff hobbies you and I bought the helmet and all the stuff and the jerseys and, <laughs> adjusted the spokes oh yeah like I, was, I was in it and I was at the track every Wednesday night and then like a year later the track closed and I never rode my bike again so it's I think it still hangs in my now, garage what year was that oh I would, how old were you I would have been in uh, eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. All right. And so, old enough to like be like, yeah, this is awesome. But yeah. I like that. Uh, growing up, Santa and my parents—they were <coughs> great gift givers. They were awesome. I can't remember any of them, but they were so good. <laughs> you don't remember any gifts? I, I'm Alice. Yes, of course. I'm sorry, Alice. I know. Ungrateful. Kansas jerseys. <laughs> Oh, it's Jayhawks. No wonder you don't remember. There can't be anybody listening to the podcast who's a Jayhawks fan. Yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, right. (laughs) And hard to find. In recent memory, my most favorite gift that I've received was a KU Nutcracker. Who'd you get that from? Um, I think it might have been my parents. Do you collect Nutcrackers? I'm not going to tell you how many Nutcrackers I have in my house. You do collect them because I've been in your house. (laughs) I've never been in Charlie's house. Oh. And we're not Facebook friends. And we're not Facebook friends. No wonder I'm not friends with you. You didn't go (laughs) to It makes sense now. Uh, Charlie collects nutcrackers. If anybody in podcast world has a unique oh, nutcracker, nutcracker, then you and you don't care about him, dude, you need to gift this guy a nutcracker be because awesome. he is nuts about nutcrackers. Yep. I love him. I love that I know that about you now because I, as I'm going to flea markets and stuff, yeah. he's, he's, got like, to do he's got like full grown nutcrackers. In I got his a three house. footer. We call her, we call him Nutty. Nut, nutty that's a great name. Yeah. So, so I'll get my ice, ice peeled. Awesome. I like that. Uh, it wasn't David that got you the KU Nutcracker? No, I think it was my parents. Your best friend? Because mm-hmm. I'm not your best friend. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I? I've been known you since he's fourth like, grade. He's like, you know my best friend, David. I'm like, oh, I thought that was your best <laughs> yeah, friend. I love when you say that every time you talk about our friendship. It's my day to remind me that we're not best friends. Well, do you guys have any advice for folks? Uh, last piece of advice as they're heading into holidays on intentional family time. 
I'd say the goal is not to have a perfect family because that does not exist, mm. um, but to have maybe a, I don't know the phrase like a just a healthy family dynamic good. where you're creating opportunities to be together and trust each other. Yeah, my advice, and we say this all the time in student ministry, fun leads to depth. So like this break, go have fun with your kids. Like mm. I feel like that's something we put on the back burner because there's stuff we have to do, but go. Go run some go-karts and laugh with your kids and, like, go to the arcade or something. And what I've realized as a high school pastor, our high schoolers are really bad at having fun. We have to force them to do it. And then once they do it, they're like, thank you so much. Like, that was a blast. Play hide-and-go-seek. Like, even something as silly as that is really good. And it leads to deep, meaningful conversation. And so. Yeah, my my word of advice would be um, say how you feel. I think a lot of families uh, feel things and they, they... love each other deeply, um, they're appreciative, they're thankful, but sometimes you don't say it until it's too late. So mm-hmm. just be able to say, man, I, I love you, or this is how you, this is what you mean to me. And, and especially if you have children, that validates them so much. But even as a, a 40-year-old man, you know, when my mom says, hey, I just want you to know that I love you and I'm proud of you, it's like, man, that means a lot. And so just say, say how you mm-hmm. feel, you know, use those opportunities to speak truth and life into family members. And I always think, man, if, if something happened, I'd want to make sure I, I told that person how I feel about him and what I think of him and how much I appreciate him. And so, you know, the, the Mr. Rogers movie came out. And uh, he's Did got... Did you see it? I haven't yet. I really want to. But one of the things I do remember is when he got the Lifetime Achievement Award. And he stepped up to the podium. And uh, he, just such a cool moment. But he, he was holding the award and he said, you know, a lot of people have gotten me to this moment. He said, I want you to do this. I want you to take 10 seconds to think of the people in your life who have meant the most to you. And he said, I'll watch my, I'll watch, I'll watch the watch. That's what he said. Or I'll keep track of the time. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. And he just waited for 10 seconds. And you see people like getting teary eyed because it's like, man, we just don't stop to Mm -hmm. thank and appreciate those who Mm -hmm. uh, mean the most to us. So that'd be my two words of advice. Family, be intentional. I I could go us out by singing. uh, um, The Christmas song. (laughs) I don't. I'm terrible. Santa Claus is coming Santa to town. Claus Santa Claus is coming to town. I was going to say bored of the USA. <laughs> Even better. Mix that together. It'd be great. So. We love you, Podcast World. We will see you right back here next week. Happy holidays. This whole record might be a cool.